Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the intro episode of London Heal. First up, let me introduce myself. My name is Tatiana Kosesinov, and as my name would imply, my father was of Russian extraction. Uh, my mother, curiously, was of Greek extraction, and I was born and brought up here in the UK. So as far as my ancestry is concerned, I'm certainly a bit of a mixed-up kid. In terms of my career and background, I was classically trained as a PhD research scientist back in the 1980s right here in London. And right from the start, my goal has been to understand and explain alternative and complementary medicine using science and the scientific method, first of all, to give it credibility, and secondly, to bring it into the mainstream. When I had those goals all those years ago, I was young and idealistic and unfortunately a bit before my time. At that time in the UK, no one was even vaguely interested in legitimizing complementary and alternative medicine. And quite frankly, the scientific community just laughed at me. I tried surreptitiously to marry a research career with my interests even trying to investigate any connections between the nervous system and the immune system when I was doing my postdoc at the National Institutes of Health in the United States. One thing I did learn when I was there was that bench science just wasn't my bag. It just really wasn't my cup of tea. And also my area of interest was just way too obscure. Those two things together left me feeling really frustrated and really unfulfilled and so although I chose to stay in science, I gave up the bench for business and I became a strategic consultant in, for academic institutions and biotechnology companies, medical biotechnology companies. And I did that for nearly 30 years. However, I've never lost my fascination with the mind-body connection and a true belief that the only approach to health is a holistic approach to health. I lived in Germany for a while, and they're much more open than in the UK to including alternative therapies into standard um, methods of care. And while I was there, I even did a uh, course in naturopathic medicine, although I never chose to practice as a practitioner. When I came back to England, however, a few years back, and after a few decades of being a scientist and a couple of different countries, I decided to take a real leap of faith and I retrained as a rapid transformational therapist under the tutelage of the illustrious Marissa Peer, who's an extremely well-known and amazingly successful hypnotherapist. This not only helped accelerate my journey of knowledge into understanding the mind, the subconscious and its mysterious ways and workings, but it also really accelerated my personal inward journey and, strangely enough, my physical recovery too. Now, at this point, I want to make something really clear. I have a huge and enormous respect and gratitude for all that modern medicine have to offer. After all, it's been my world for the last 30 years. And I'm actually delighted that we have this pharmacological arsenal, astonishing medical devices and really sophisticated diagnostic technologies. And in general, very, very caring people in the shape of nurses and doctors 
who really want to help people and reduce suffering. And the truth is, if I was bleeding to death after an accident or suffering from a horrendous infection, I'd be absolutely the first one to shout for a really good surgeon. And let's face it, when it hurts, bring on the meds. I would, however, definitely also consult one of my colleagues afterwards to find out why I was in an accident or prey to an infection in the first place. My point is, is that modern medicine is just not that good at treating many chronic or lifestyle diseases. These are often symptom managed at best and are associated with either invasive procedures or certainly an absolute plethora of side effects from prescription medication. Traditional medicine um, is absolutely splendid when it comes to killing things and when it comes to stitching you back together after trauma. It's just not so brilliant for long chronic diseases. And more importantly, and I really do understand where this comes from, is that financial restraints and sometimes the attitudes of the gods in white mean that patients leave a consultation after just a few minutes, not really understanding what they're suffering from. They have no idea how it's probably going to be treated. They have little concept of what the prognosis is. And they have no idea what on earth the stuff does on the prescription that was just shoved into their hand. Of course, deep medical understanding is the realm of doctors, and that's why they study for so long. But I find that this approach is utterly disempowering to patients, and it leaves them completely unaware of any possible alternative therapies that might really help them. And sadly, so often, it leaves them feeling helpless and hopeless. We've simply handed over the reins of our healthcare to science and medicine and doctors, even those with the best of intentions. And trust me, I've been on that side of the consulting room door for years myself. In fact, I took my very first prescription pain medicine when I was just six years old for a condition that took many, many years and many doctors and hospital visits to finally diagnose as genetic, untreatable, and something I just have to live with. It wasn't until I decided to view my healthcare as my responsibility that I managed to actually get healthy again and pain-free at last. I would never promise anyone any miracles, But I have fundamentally understood that we are complex, conscious individuals and not just a bag of moving clockwork parts. You can't just fix the bit that's broken of a machine and hope that that's enough. Healthcare and ease, as opposed to sickness and dis-ease, is a realization that the human factor is the central factor. I truly believe that to maintain a state of wellness, you have to execute what I call the three-pronged attack. It's an attack because it has to be intentional. Good health doesn't happen by accident. Just look at all the joggers in the park. The three-pronged attack, yeah, it's not exactly a novel idea, but it's an idea that really works. And I define it by optimizing the mind, the body, and the spirit. 
Understanding the mind, the subconscious control room in the brain is a huge factor and we'll elaborate on that extensively in coming episodes. Maintaining the body is a combination of optimal nutrition and exercise and neither one of these is easy in a sea of conflicting information that we have out there at the moment. You don't know which diet to follow. Should it be paleo? Should it be keto? Should we be vegan, high fat, low fat, high carb, low carb? And exercise isn't much better. Should you be doing high intensity, low intensity, cardio, this, that, weights? Oh, who knows? It's a nightmare. And the worst part is it's never actually going to be a one size fits all solution for anyone. So we're going to discuss these topics so that you can understand a little better what might be the right way for you. Lastly, we have to really nurture our spirits. So many of us live in a constant state of stress overload and pressure. It's it's not the kids shouting in the backseat of the car. It's worries about the bank account and the mortgage payments. It's that person who cut you up on the motorway or took your seat on the tube or that boss of yours who just growls at you first thing in the morning and your day shot. All of these things make our spirit absolutely wither and it leaves us with that horrible, dry, empty feeling inside. And that's exactly the place for disease to come in and start taking control. This podcast realizes a dream of mine to share my views on alternative and cutting edge approaches to chronic and modern lifestyle diseases that address all three prongs of this attack. I'd also like to really address areas specific to women's health care, as more often than not, women are responsible for the health of their children, of their partners, and of course, their aging parents, as well as themselves, who they most likely leave to the end of that long list or completely ignore altogether. By sharing motivational conversations with alternative practitioners, scientific experts and physicians who share this vision. This podcast hopefully will serve to demystify medicine and highlight both new and traditional therapies that really work together with our humanness and not against it. And screen out the charlatans from the genuinely well-trained and skilled practitioners of the reputable healing arts. Using the latest scientific research and knowledge, I hope that this podcast will provide real alternatives and foster a truly integrative approach to health care and not disease care. Sickness and decay shouldn't be the inevitable result of aging. One does get the feeling that the older you get, the bigger the box that you buy from the chemist with Monday to Sunday written on it gets too. The pile of pills grows with each passing year. That's not the way it should be. And I hope that this podcast will provide you with really useful information that will re-empower you to live a long and healthy life. And the truth is that my goal is to make sure that you get or stay healthy. And how we do that doesn't really matter. Let's just find out and talk about everything that's out there and see what's right for you, and see what really works. Thank you for listening. 
And if you like what you've heard so far, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and of course, tell all of your friends. Until next time, wishing you health, happiness, and serenity.